Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. So I have a confession. I um, I don't have a podcast. I didn't have a podcast for you this week, but I created one. <laughs> Ta-da! I have about six interviews scheduled, and I had bulk recorded a bunch of podcasts earlier, so um, it caught up on me a little bit that I didn't have a a podcast for this week. And I thought, well, now what? Do I share new content? Do I skip a week? I've never done that. Do I? And I thought, you know what? I really would love to share the content of the April um, Together Out Loud workshop with you all. So this may be the podcast that you want to listen to and pause and do some writing. Um, I listen to podcasts a lot when I'm driving or walking, so you can just think about the concepts. But uh, this is definitely going to be a little different. There's going to be some spaces and some pauses for you to think or write. Feel free to um, take it at any pace you want. Ask me any questions afterwards or during. But I'm going to share with you the audio of last month's workshop, which was about finding your guiding light after abortion. And it's a tool, a teaching tool I created many years ago, long before my own abortion, that has served me just in indescribable ways. And the tool is called your why word. So it's about finding one word that's really unique to you and serves you as a source of energy and guidance and strength. And so I use, I sort of, I guess for this particular workshop, I transformed that process specific to abortion. But this is a tool that will serve you in all of your life. So I hope you enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback. Send me your words. Just send me an Instagram message or an email. There's a million ways to reach me. But send me your words. I'm super curious what, what comes up for you. And then, of course, if you're using your word and finding it helpful, tell me your stories. Um, that would be amazing. I would love to hear from you. Okay, enjoy the workshop, and we will continue next week with more amazing experts. And if you have ever ideas that you want to share for the podcast, requests, please send them to me. Um, I am never short of things to share with you, but I'm always interested if there are specific things that you are looking for. Um, I'm still and anticipate always being available for one-on-one care. If anyone is looking for support before, during, or after their abortion, and um, I am transitioning into a little bit more um, group opportunities, so lots of things happening. You can always reach out to me, um, and we'll find the best way to get you the support you need. Okay, enjoy. Okay, 
All right. Uh, accessing your guiding light after abortion is this month's topic. And um, what I want to say about guiding light, first of all, like, what do I even mean? It's one of those weird weird terms that some people are like, what does that even mean? Do I mean actual light? No. When I say speaking light into abortion, is it the same thing or is it something different? So for me, um, I think that the post-abortion brain in whatever time you, it's gonna be different for everybody, but the post-abortion brain is not the same as the pre-abortion brain, right? But this isn't specific to abortion in itself. It's true for any life experience that you move through, right? Like who you are before is different than who you are after. Human beings are created to adapt. We're created to change our belief systems and evolve. And so abortion happens to be one of those times where we really notice, like, I am not the same person, or a lot of us notice, not all of us. I am not the same person. I don't feel like the same person after as I did before. And so recentering, finding your center again, coming back to who you are, a lot of people who come to me on consult calls or are curious about my work will say like, I don't know who I am anymore. I feel like I lost my identity. So that recentering after abortion is gonna look different for every single person. Um, different tools, different paths, different game plans. There is no one size fits all solution here. So I offer the workshops with sort of blanket resources like broad tools that anyone can apply um but when i work with clients one-on-one -on -one, it's like a literally a different healing trajectory for every single person in this workshop i'm going to teach you a tool i created about six years ago it um it was sort of just like came to me as this is a thing and then i worked with person after person after person, and it became this really fun um, light for people to find strength, like inner strength, inner recentering. Um, it's also like, like I said earlier, before we hit record, the number one thing that I go to practically every single day to get myself back on track, to get some clarity, catch my breath. Um, so we are going to find for you what your guiding light is, and it's going to make a lot more sense <laughs> as we go here. Um, I refer to our guiding light as a why word. So a lot of people, you'll hear people say, what's your why? Like, what's the reason? What's the, what's your driving force, your purpose, your, what's your why? I believe that we have a why word. And so finding that word is what we're going to do in this workshop. And I believe that one word is your guiding light. And I also believe that my word is different than your word, different than the next person's word. Um, and that some of you may even have the same word, but with really different individual unique meanings. And um, 
once you find that, it's going to help you when you have those moments where you slip back into spiraling and replaying the past and the what ifs. It's also going to help you when you want to move forward and thrive, right? Because I'm always about like, first comes survival, and then we learn how to thrive. Like that for me is where we really find so much freedom is when we like choose and think intentionally and purposefully and we focus on how do I want to thrive? What do I want my future to look like? So I use my Y word for parenting, business, marriage, heartache, struggle. Um, I come back to it all the time. It is like, uh, I live on the East Coast of the United States, so uh, lighthouse territory, but it is like a lighthouse, right? If I remember to turn the light on, like I totally feel it keeps me from crashing onto land. It keeps me from colliding into like uncharted spaces. It keeps me um, directed. And so that is such a powerful thing. So my experience, um, if I go all the way back four years ago, so my um, four-year abortion anniversary just passed, but before that, I was the person who said, I support abortion, but it's not for me. That was sort of my go-to, like, I will love you and support you. I will take you to your appointment. I will get you the help you need, but I would never choose that. And um, I look back and, and think, wow, how did I not see that that was a problem? But that's how, that's what I believed. That's where I was. So I didn't think abortion was for me until it was for me. <laughs> it was definitely for me. I just never saw it that way until the unplanned pregnancy was in my uterus. And that pregnancy was a complete shock. It totally shook me up. Uh, most of the tools I teach in my community and with my clients are tools that I learned after my abortion. But this one tool, the one we're going to talk about today, the Y word, was definitely my beacon of light. It was like my hope in the darkest time. Um, for me, it was a really dark time. I knew that I picked, made the right decision. I didn't have regrets but I still had so many feelings, so much grief, so much shame, so much guilt. Um, I just like, like I didn't know who I was anymore. And so this Y word was the first thing I went to um, when I had my first, like my first unplanned pregnancy, which turned into, which led to my abortion. All right, so that's it for, for introductions and let's find your word. So now's the time you really wanna get your pen and paper um, to get us in the right headspace, I want you to just take a deep breath, like let it go, shake, stretch, wiggle, whatever you need to do to just kind of shake out some energy and switch up your body and get into a place where you can tap in. If I had a singing bowl like that, I would ring it for you. I should, <laughs> I should have one. Such a beautiful sound. All right. Um, okay, 
So I'm going to start asking you some questions and you're going to start journaling. We're going to get through the whole workshop. So if you get stuck somewhere, just stop and we will help you get it all sorted out when we're done recording. But the questions are super simple. We're not going to go through anything really challenging. The first thing I want you to do is to um, tap in and ask yourself, so kind of let go of your thoughts about abortion for right now for the second, let go of anything that's weighing on you and ask yourself, what kinds of feelings do you love to feel in your life? Like you can think about pre-abortion, you can think about time you spend with your kids, time you spend in nature, time you spend creating or working or cooking. Um, think about the things that you love to do and what feelings they create. So what lights you up? What activates you? What like gets all the cells in your body just like moving and shaking? I'll give you some of the common ones and let then let you write if you still need a minute. Um, some really common ones are peace, freedom, connection, curious, joyful, grateful. Um, my why word, my word is growth. So I love that feeling of growth. Some people would argue it's not a feeling. Um, but go ahead and write like, if you've already written more, that's fine. But write like three to five of your absolute favorite feelings. All right, now I'm gonna do that thing that's annoying when people are teaching and they say, now narrow it down to two. <laughs> so I want you to look at your list and I want you to choose two of the feelings that you wrote down and take a moment and just imagine all like, if say you have joy and you have calm and you're like narrowing down, is this one of my two? You can kind of ask yourself, when I feel calm, does it lead me to joy? Or when I feel joy, does it lead me to calm? Sometimes you can narrow it down that way. Like which one is sort of foundational and it leads to the others? Like what's kind of the core base that will get me to the other feelings on my list. So bring it down to two feeling words. Before we keep going, if you've already narrowed down to two or you're still in that process, I want you to make sure that you can feel those feelings in your body. So look at the word, think of a time you felt that, like feel what it feels like in your body. 
um, make sure it's something that you can access like physically as much as you can in your like mind space, your emotional mind space. So you can feel yourself on the beach, super grounded, or you can feel yourself just playing cards with your kids and like every cell in your body is lit up with joy. Like whatever the thing is, make sure you can feel it in your body. All right, I'm gonna assume at this point that you've been able to narrow down to two words and that you can access what those feel like. Like you can tap into a moment that's like, that's when I feel free, whatever it is. So now I want you to switch gears. We're gonna switch away from like the loveliness of the feelings that we like and move over to things that create stress in your life. I want you to write down three things that create stress in your life. And I want you to be specific. So just for the sake of this exercise, you can't pick anything wrong, but be really specific. So if you wanna say abortion, it can be one of them, but try and pick something specific like, um, seeing my friend's babies and remembering I had an abortion or watching my kids play and thinking there should be another one here. So pick something really specific just for the sake of this exercise. And then other, outside of abortion, you can pick things like being stuck in traffic or when people are late to meet me or um, when people say like too much. That would be me, so sorry if that's you. <laughs> but just pick three specific things that create stress in any part of your life. And I'm gonna give you just a minute or so to do that. Now we're going to get into figuring out what your why word is. We're going to do some test runs. So the first thing um, we have to remember is that when we invite our brain to think in ways that are serving us, we get much better answers from within right? Like we get much more clarity when we ask good questions. So we have to invite our brain to think in ways that will serve us. And this becomes even more tailored and gives you even more clarity. It's super effective when you add your why word into your thinking. And so we all have different words written down. So we're going to get better results from the specific things that like activate our good feelings. So 
what we're going to do is we're going to take those stressors, take this situation from above, and we're going to drop it into this like template test run. And I'm going to show you what that would look like. So maybe um, a situation might be thinking about my abortion in the middle of my workday, right? That's like, that can create stress and you're like, oh, it's like here and I don't know how to get rid of it. And now I feel sad in the middle of my day and I can't get my work done or whatever the thing is, right? So whatever it can be, my husband leaves the wet towel on the bed. Doesn't matter. You're one, just one at a time. I know you wrote down three your stressor. And then I want you to drop in the words that you narrow down to, the two words you narrow down to. So in the example I created here, um, I had peace and freedom. So if I felt peace, what would I do next? Peace will guide me. If I felt joy, oh, I think I did joy with this one. If I felt joy, what would I do next? joy will guide me. You might have a word like connection. So you have to kind of switch it up, right? Like if I felt connected, what would I do next? You have to maybe change like how the word sounds, right? Connection will guide me if I felt connected. So play with the words, however they fit into the question and into the sentence. And I want you to just repeat those so repeat those question and sentence and notice the shift in your body. So what you're doing is you're closing your eyes, you're imagining yourself in the stressful situation, then you're opening your eyes and you're reading these sentences and questions and you're noticing, is it peace or is it joy that gives me more clarity? right? Is it peace or joy that changes my body energy and allows me to think more clearly when I'm stuck inside of a stress? So hopefully that makes sense to you. And I'm going to give you a minute to do it with the three stressful situations that you uh, wrote down. If you're here live and you're feeling like you're stuck or confused or falling behind, just, just keep listening and we'll get you all caught up after. Um, if you're listening to the replay, just pause and take as much time as you need. You can send me a question if you have one. Um, so these two words will be whatever two words you decided. And you're trying to get a sense when I tap into that feeling in my body what word brings me more clarity about coming out of the stressful situation that I wrote down? So for me, when I ask myself, if I, if I tapped into growth, what would I do next? Then I immediately have some kind of answer as to what to do next. Or if I just say, growth will guide me, and then I just listen, I get much more clarity about how to make my decision or what to do next 
or what to let go of. Um, so it's gonna be different for each of us, which words bring us more clarity. So it's possible that you had one word that came up three times, it helped you feel better, or that you had two of one word and one of the other. So you might already be getting a sense like which word feels better for you as like a guiding light, as like something to lean into when you don't know what else to do. Um, you might have found your word at this point. So you, you know, might be a place where you're like, my why word might be peace, right? Or it might be joy or it might be growth. But we want to make sure, because remember, I'm all about survival. I'm also about thriving, right? We don't want to just maintain sanity. We want to be able to thrive and like really enjoy our lives and experience and be present and set goals and go after them and like enjoy this future that we have, this life that we have been given or that we have. Um, oops, what happened here? There we go. So the next thing we're gonna do is write down a few either like goals, dreams, desires that you have for your life moving forward. Maybe you want to travel outside the country with your kids. Maybe you want to um, start a business. Maybe you want to write a book. Something that you would love to do in your future. And I want you to write down three of those. This is a place again where it's better to be specific. Sometimes it's easier than to be vague. Like if you just write like, I want a happy life, like you might not get very clear answers, but what is a happy life, right? I want to own a second home. I want to um, love my job, um, have a job that I love. I want to work with a team to create a nonprofit. Something specific makes this easier. And then once you have those specifics, what you do is the same thing that you did in the last exercise. So the next, the next exercise is to actually I can't remember if I put in this slide, not to go back. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> I couldn't remember if I put an example in. Um, so if you're, example of a dream you have is starting your own business, you do the exact same thing. So if I felt peace right now, maybe you're flustered because you want to start your own business and you don't know how, or you want to hire a business coach and you don't know how, or 
you want to join a whatever, um, buy a franchise, but you don't know which one. <laughs> if I felt peace, what would I do next? Peace will guide me. If I felt joy, what would I do next? Joy will guide me. So you're grabbing your goal dreamer desire, knowing that you don't have it yet, right? So you don't have it creates a minor level of stress, right? It's like this, like, I don't really, I'm not there yet. I don't know exactly what to do next, but I know I want it. Then you insert your words and get a sense, like, which is the thing that's going to help me reach this goal, dream, or desire? So I know that I want to serve, like, I don't have a specific number, but I'm going to serve so, so many people in knowing that they can find joy again after abortion, that they can use their experience to actually become stronger and thrive in the world, that they can learn from their experience and use everything they learned to go after their goals, dreams, and desires. So I want to help people do that. And when I get stuck, when I feel defeated, when I feel frustrated, I just ask myself, like, you know, you want to help all these women. What would growth do? What would growth do next? And if I just get quiet and listen, I know what to do next. So I'm going to give you a minute to drop in your goals, dreams, and desires. When I'm doing this, I like to just, like if I'm doing this one-on-one -on -one with a client, I, I, I read the sentence to them and then I have them notice, where's the physical shift in my body? Does my body like release and open and feel lighter and freer from the word peace or from the word joy? Like you really wanna tap into your body and let it guide your way because it will know which word feels better, which word is gonna help you moving forward. All right, well, for the sake of this teaching and recording, I'm gonna go on here and assume that after running the stressors through this sort of test, and running the goals, dreams, and des desires through the test, right? Like testing your why word on survival and testing your why word on thriving or thrival as I like to call it, <laughs> that you have noticed that one of those words feels better to you than another. And if you printed the worksheet or if you opened the worksheet from today, um, there's a few more questions you can answer. But once you find your why word, right? My why word is growth. I have a lot of people whose why word is connection. Um, let's see, inspiration, brave. Um, I'm trying to think of all the words that come up for people, but they're different for everybody. Peace, calm, grounded. Um, so many different words. 
Uh, so once you find your word, that is specific and unique to you. One of my favorite questions that I didn't write down in the examples is, came from the question, what would love do? I love that question. What would love do, right? You're fighting with your spouse or a friend, or you're not sure what to decision to make. You can ask yourself, what would love do? That question will serve you all the time. It's fantastic. But now you can also insert your why word into that question. What would growth do? What would peace do? What would calm do? So if you're like trying to decide what's next, you can ask yourself, like, what would joy do? I don't know what to do, but joy knows what to do. And so I'm going to let that feeling guide my next steps here. Um, so I'm going to assume that at this point, you've sort of noticed which way you're leaning and that you have a good sense of what your why word might be. And that that for you moving forward is your inner light. It is your fuel. It is the thing that you can, the way some people lean into God, right? <laughs> lean into your why word. That is your inner knowing, like that is your collective, like tapping you into the collective consciousness. That is your highest good at work. And it's different for each of you, but you can lean into that Y word as like energy and fuel and wisdom, and it will totally change your life. But just because you know that this light exists, it doesn't mean you're home free, right? <laughs> it's like not like one workshop and you find it. Um, you may find it, but you have to practice, right? This is the kind of thing that you have to keep practicing it. You have to keep using it. Your word is always there. It's always inside of you. The vibration of it, the feeling of it inside of you, the knowing is always there, but you have to turn it on. Like you have to turn the light in the lighthouse on to get where you want to go. So the more you use it, the more you practice it, you can write it on your hand, you can put it on your cell phone, you can write post-its. <laughs> like I, for a while, um, I just had like post-its, like growth, <laughs> grow, <laughs> just to remind me to keep practicing, leaning into it. Um, I have a, we, it was in the picture at the beginning of the slideshow, but I embroidered the word grow on a, um, on a piece of cloth and it's hanging in my office. I did that at a workshop retreat that I hosted. Um, so that is always beside me. I have the word grow on my pen holder. It's just like always there, but you have to practice it. You have to use it. You have to be in a relationship with your Y word for it to serve you. So we're all here because we made a choice to abort one or more than one time. Um, and it's had some kind of impact on us, but we want to live a life that we made our choice for. There was some reason we thought it was in our best interest to make that choice. And the life that's ahead is waiting for us. It's there. Uh, the more we can tap into our own light, the quicker and more like um, deeply we'll feel the life that we were meant to live. And of course, if you need me, I'm always here by this, by now, most of you know, um, I'm very accessible. Anytime you need me, websites are really easy place, but you can just Google my name, send me messages in all the places. 
So we will cut this recording and we will just chat. If you're here live, if you have the replay, um, reach out to me, ask me your questions, tell me what was helpful, where you got stuck. And we're just gonna keep going because when we just keep showing up, we find our freedom. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.